Welcome to Swarupa Vidya Ashram. My name is Swami Nirmalananda. Each audio is a discourse that I offered at a satsang, a free meditation program, and was followed by meditation. These teachings address the underlying questions of life. Who am I? Why am I here? How do I do what I came here to do? I went to my guru with these same questions. While he gave me the teachings I share here, most importantly, he gave me the inner experience they describe. This is why I teach, to share the same with you, both the theory and the inner experience of your own inherent divinity. The bliss of consciousness is your birthright. Meditate and discover that you are greater than you could ever imagine. Om Namah Shivaya Gurave Satchidananda Murtaye Nishprapanjaya Shantaya Niralambaya Tejase Muktanandaya Gurave Shisha Samsara Harane Bhakta Kayaika Dehaya Namaste Chitsaratmane Hita-ve-jagatam-eva-samsara-nava-setave-prabhave-sarva-vidyanam-shambhave-gurave-namaha-guru-brahma-guru-vishnu-guru-devo-maheshwara-guru-sakshat-para-brahma-tasmai-sh
You step into your wholeness. You step into your holiness. You are your own self, just as you have always been, only now you know. It feels so natural, organic, easy. It's called sahaja, natural, organic, easy. Shaktipat is similar. I remember waiting in a big meditation hall for my Baba to walk around. So many times I did this with him, waiting for him to come down my row, to come to me. He's coming. He's coming. Two more people. One more person. Oh, he's here. And he would put his thumb on my forehead, the place of Ajna Chakra, my third eye, the mystical seat of the Guru. And his fingers would spread across the top of my head his thumb pressing lightly into my forehead. It's like he stood there forever. But it was only a moment. Time stopped. Suspended. Yet, he's already moved on. But I'm still in the easy timelessness of my own being. Funny, I feel like me. I don't feel any different. I am myself. Yes, that's the point. You become you. You're not suddenly different than who you used to be. It's not about fireworks. It's not about space travel. It's not a party or having a good time or seeing lots of lights and visions or having lots of heat and movements. Yes, some of this will happen. And that's not what it's about. It's about you being you at a whole new level. In my life, I have certainly tried to be lots of other people. I tried to be the perfect daughter. I failed at that repeatedly. I tried to be the perfect wife and mother. Even when I succeeded at this temporarily, it didn't actually turn out well. Of course, I didn't find out about that until my adult kids went to therapy, for which I was very grateful. I tried to have the perfect body, to be the perfect sex object, so I would be attracted. No, not just attracted, but desirable, lovable, wanted. And even when I succeeded at this, it was painful, quite a failure. I tried to do perfect yoga poses. It's impossible, I found. That's not what they're about. <sighs> I'm glad I failed at so many things. I found out that life is not about attaining perfection. Life is not about some external thing you have to match up to or mold yourself to fit into. Life is about you becoming your own self, living in the knowing of the light of your own divinity. Or as they taught me in Sunday school, this little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. Still one of my very favorite songs. There are so many ways you get in the way of your own light shining. It's your mind that does it, of course. Looking outward for validation, appreciation, justification, entertainment, happiness, you consistently fail at this. So you get little bits here and there, and then they're gone. I'll describe it like you're looking at life 
through a straw. Think of it this way. Primordial beingness, Shiva, manifests the universe within his own beingness. He does this by contracting. Divine energy, Shakti, condenses into matter. In being all, Shiva is being you, including your body and mind. So if I take Shakti as being vast, all-pervasive, ultimate reality in the form of creative energy, like with my arms outstretched, and I contract that into a point of manifestation, that's your mind. Your mind is made of energy, divine energy. Shakti coalesced into a point of individuality. And you're looking through your mind, through this point of individuality. It's like you're looking through a peephole. The universe is this big, but you're looking at it through a straw. Anything you find, you're only going to get a sip of it because that's all your mind can take in. You have to get beyond your mind to know the whole of it, the whole of beingness, which is the whole of your own beingness, your own wholeness and holiness. This is why we love wide open spaces. I love being at the beach and gazing into the distant horizon. The Vijnana Bhairava talks about the experience you have when you see the view from a lookout point at the top of a mountain. These vast views blast you open. You're no longer looking at the world through a straw. You're seeing and feeling and being the whole of it. That's called self. You find your own self by getting beyond your mind. That's called yoga. It's called breakthrough. We have lots of words for such an extraordinary moment. Breakthrough is something that everyone experiences and something that everyone longs for. We call it an aha moment or a flash of insight where you get it. What do you get? Usually it's the answer to a problem. Your mind tends to focus on problems, hopefully trying to solve them. So you drill into the problem, back to the straw metaphor. It's like you install a long drill bit in your straw and you begin to drill in With some problems, no matter how many times you focus in on it, analyze it, object to it, whine about it, come up with new ideas for it, your mind doesn't have the answer. It has to come from another source. August Kekule had the same problem in 1865. He was trying to map out the chemical structure of benzene, a flammable chemical that is today used in gasoline and plastics. After working on it for a long time, one day he sat thinking, sitting in front of a fireplace. He drifted into what I will call a meditative state, sitting in front of the fireplace, watching the lit fire. The logs shifted and formed a ring shape, which triggered a vision for Kekule of a snake biting its tail. It was a well-known mystical symbol at the time, 
And it had a very practical meaning to him. He realized that the atoms of benzene bound together in a ring-shaped structure. Science is based on these kinds of breakthroughs, answers that come when the scientist allows their mind to become still so they can go beyond their mind. Breakthrough. Einstein told similar stories about his breakthrough theories, that he saw the answers when he was in a meditative state, when his mind was quiet. Yes, that's when you experience your own self. The sage Patanjali describes this in the beginning of the Yoga Sutras, Tadadrashtu Swarupe Avastanam, chapter one, verse three. In the moment your mind becomes still, you abide in Swarupa, your own divine essence. This is why we like to look at the sky, watch fireplaces and ocean waves, or trees waving in the wind and other elemental patterns. It lulls your mind into stillness. Such an important experience. When mental activity ceases, your own transcendent beingness shines forth within you, shining with its own light. You are your own self. We call this a breakthrough, a bolt out of the blue. It's a perceptual shift, a quantum leap, which arose from within, but only when you get beyond your mind. I'll call it insight. When you get an answer to a problem, where did this insight come from? Not from your mind. Your mind already proved it didn't have the answer. You needed a better answer, a more illumined answer, a breakthrough answer, something wise, something real, something you know to be true. It doesn't come from your mind. It comes into your mind. But from where? It comes from inside, which is why it's called insight. Where does it come from? Is God involved? Is it a divine answer? Divine guidance? The dictionary gives lots of synonyms for insight or breakthrough. Many are associated with religion or spirituality. Epiphany, illumination, divination, wisdom, satori, or nirvana, even enlightenment or realization. It arises within, literally, it comes up your spine and into your mind. Insight comes from inside. After all, where are you going to find God? Inside. That's called self. And when you know, you know. Once you have the inner answer, it's the only one you need. But you're still the one who has to put it into action. Kakule had to write the scientific paper explaining the benzene ring. I had to do the tasks that have created Swarupa Vidya Ashram. While the task 
is doing worldly activities, they are inspired by and propelled by divine vision. Living life by the guidance of the self, your own divine essence. It's the only way to live. Baba described it this way. When the Guru's grace is received, one's inner Shakti is unfolded. As a result of the transmission of Shakti, the power of consciousness, meditation comes spontaneously and innumerable Kriyas, including asanas, mudras, and different kinds of pranayama take place. The seeker turns within. Awareness of the inner self begins to throb all the time within him. To stay in this awareness is the right effort for the seeker. He's describing Shaktipat. When you receive this transmission of divine energy from the Guru, meditation becomes spontaneous and easy. You turn within and experience your own self. Then it's up to you. To stay in this awareness is right effort. The goal is to know your own self, the deepest and most expansive level of being, which is your own existence or what I call beingness itself. You be. And you know that you be. While you are being the being that you are, you can walk and talk. You can eat and sleep. You can laugh and cry. You can enjoy this world and give to others. How glorious. The only problem is, for most of you, when you're walking and talking, you forget your own beingness. The guru gives you Shaktipat, giving you your own self, but then you lose it. When you meditate, you repeat mantra to settle into your own self again. But then you open your eyes and you lose yourself again. So Baba tells us, Stay in the awareness of the self. This is right effort. That's merely being your own being while you are doing what you're doing. And if your doingness pulls you out, then your task is to stay centered while you do what you do. Deepen within yourself, like rooting in deep. I call it rooting into the inner infinity. Nothing can pull you out. This is how you live your life, by the guidance of the self, your own divine essence, a divine life, centered, deep, expansive, bliss-filled, while you are being intelligent, proactive, effective, productive, and making a difference in the world. What a way to live. This does not come from your mind. This comes from deeper within. The depth and dimensionality that is opened up in Shaktipat. That's the whole point of Shaktipat. To attune yourself to the deeper dimension, not merely to attune yourself, but to live from your own depths and dimensionality. 
The sage Patanjali warns that your mind is not going to get you there. Chapter 4, Sutra 19 of the Yoga Sutras. Natat Swabhasam Drishyat Bhat. Your mind is not self-illuminative, for it is an object to be perceived. This is hard to take in. I'll repeat it. Your mind is not self-illuminative for it is an object to be perceived. Your mind is merely an object. From inside, you perceive your mind, whether it is busy or in stillness. It's like looking at the sky. The sky can be full of clouds or clear. The sky can be dark or light, but the sky is not the source of the light. Neither is your mind. Your mind is not the source of the light of your own being. Your mind is not the source of your ideas, not the source of love, not the source of joy, not the source of life. Your mind is merely a tool, the means by which you perceive and function in the world. And that's important. So you want your mind to be clear and full of light. The light that fills your mind comes from your own self. You are the self. You are the light. You are the source of the light. Sometimes people tell me, I saw light in meditation. It was such a bright light. Then it was gone. I want to see it again. However, when you're the one seeing the light, it will come and go. You're merely watching your mind, which is being filled with light, but the light is the light of your own self. Bottom line, you're not the one seeing the light. You are the light. It's only your mind that sees the light. And while light is a great experience, you're still watching your mind. Turn and look deeper within. Your mind can look inward as well as outward. Your mind can turn its mind's eye inward to explore the dimensionality of your own beingness. As you delve deeper, you will go beyond your mind. But first, you have to turn your mind to look in that direction. That means, like Baba said, the seeker turns within. Awareness of the inner self begins to throb all the time within him. To stay in this awareness is right effort for the seeker. Yes, you must meditate every day, like you eat and sleep every day. Meditate every day. When I began the meditation club, which we do online every morning at 6.30, many people were surprised that it was every day, including Saturdays and Sundays. You see, I meditate every day, and I invite you to join me at my meditation. So why would I meditate some days and not invite you? Every day is every day. Yes, you must meditate every day, like you eat and sleep every day. Meditate every day. But at the end of your meditation period, 
don't lose your own self. Take yourself with you everywhere you go. That's the real breakthrough. And it's one you can create. Baba said, to stay in this awareness is right effort. How do you do this? Uh, do more mantra. Om Swarupa Swaswa Bhava Namo Namaha.